My name is Victor Chan, and I am Consciously Curious. Consciously Curious is a podcast that deep dives with those that are thriving in their passion. It has spanned numerous industries from airline pilots to BMX athletes, dog behaviors to anesthesia providers, interrupting violence to powerlifting, white collar to blue collar, professions to vocations. There are so many of us that dread what we do on a daily basis. Life's too short to not produce meaningful work. I am on a mission to unveil how these people ended up where they are and how they're cultivating meaning within their vessel. Use this podcast to cultivate meaning in your own space. Thanks for tuning in and stay curious. In this episode, we talked to Nick Boscovich, founder and president of High Vibe Superfood Juicery, which is a one-stop shop for optimal day fuel. He shares his transition into juicing from two lucrative careers of being an iron worker as well as a commercial real estate broker. He shares some insight into the juicing industry as well as why he currently does not want his products in retail stores. Lastly, he gives us some of his most useful wellness tips. You can currently find them either at Merchandise Mart or at the Kinsey location. Please enjoy my conversation with Nick Boscovich. So welcome to the show, Nick. Thanks. A uh, pleasure, to, pleasure <laughs> to have you have me I'm on. in your home. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for, the, thanks for the welcome. Thanks for the matcha. Yeah, my pleasure. For those that aren't aware, can you quickly share what you guys offer um, and the mission that you strive to 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 achieve yeah well we're an organic juicery that's how it all started it's really evolved beyond that now um i would probably categorize us as more of a like a super fuel or Mm. day fuel concept um really everything we do is formulated to facilitate like optimal performance and health um Minimizing inflammatory ingredients, okay. sugar, sugar conscious. Like we've, you know, we've got items that are higher in sugar, but um, you know, majority of the menus uh, inherently plant based. But that's not at all what drives me. I'm not a vegan. Oh, okay. I'm more of a dabbler. Uh, biohacker is the official term, I guess, um, and that certainly applies to me. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point in your life did you? came to the realization that like I, I want to get into this lifestyle of, of superfoods or, or performance or just bettering yourself at what point in your life did you need that well I guess like the performance kind of came with high vibe uh, the, the performance obsession uh, but juicing became part of my everyday routine uh, when I was back in my previous careers mm-hmm. Uh, which was commercial real estate, and uh, I was a union iron worker. That's kind of like the family business. So okay. I was an iron worker from basically 17 years old uh, up until, I don't know, probably like early 30s. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, there was some overlap with the commercial real estate because once I got it all in on the real estate, I was digging it, but there was parts of it that I wasn't digging. Okay. So then I started like juggling the two. You know, and I was like making good money at sure. both, just not really feeling fulfilled. And during that time, I was I was working a lot, iron working with a cousin of mine who okay. is a health fanatic, and he was bringing me to Whole Foods for mm. lunch every day, for a lunch break okay. every day. And um, and I just it really that really was uh, you know, if I were to if I were to try to pinpoint like a you know turning point yeah turning point in in my life or or you know i was always into eating healthy but the problem was was like everybody else i was taught wrong like the wrong things were healthy you know it was all 
it's all BS. So, um, so Whole Foods really uh, working with him, seeing him eating these giant bowls of kale, and he was like, he's a big believer in like keeping things simple. You know, if you're gonna eat a protein, it's one protein a day. So oh. it's salmon, and that's all he would eat that day. Or if it was beef, it was just beef that day. Um, so, and he would tell me how he and his brothers, brothers, you know, uh, another health fanatic, and he was telling me how they would do these juice fasts. So. It piqued my interest. I think now looking back, really what drives me is like, I like to feel good. Kind mm. of, a, I, I had someone one time tell me that, uh, sounds like you're like a feel good junkie. I was like, that's maybe accurate. That probably is pretty accurate, you know? Um, but he, he kind of uh, inspired me to purchase a juicer. So I was juicing at home, became part of my, my like routine. Sure. Um, and I was single, I went to school in on the west coast and in, in, well arizona state okay so i have a lot of friends in you know western half of the united states some in florida so i would travel and wherever i would go i would seek out like what's the best juice spot in town and that's how i would start my morning okay so, okay and it was really fixing the damage that i did the night before okay so All i right. wasn't i wasn't you know <laughs> i had a lot of fun uh, in my earlier days so um so in doing that, you know, I would, I would seek out the best. I've always been really obsessed, quality obsessed. Okay. Um, my friends used to call me the ultimate consumer. So, oh. so it translates really well for our customer base. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, yeah. You know. You're sharing your passion. That's right. Um, so with, through learning about juicing, I mean, there's so many types of juicers and things like that. How did you know what stood out or what was quality? Well, that's the thing. It, this was a very kind of slow it's, Is it intimida- intimidating, right? A little like with all these ingredients that went into this latte that I'm holding, like that's intimidating. Yeah, but not, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it didn't start off like that. Okay. You know, like there was, this didn't really exist. Now, now there's other concepts kind of catching up sure. and, and starting to integrate some of these more exotic ingredients, superfood sure, sure. ingredients. Mushrooms are definitely a trending thing, but you know, back then it was juice. And in these travels and seeking out the best juice concept in whatever town I was in, whether it was LA or Miami or Scottsdale, um, I, w- I found myself kind of critiquing these places. And, and like after a while, at first I was in awe. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I'd buy a bunch of stuff and whatever friend was with me would be like, what are you doing? You just spent 150 bucks on this raw food and juice. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm like really into this. And then I'd get back home and I'm back to like my juicer in my kitchen, right. which isn't, you know, it's not very exciting. You know, it's a lot of work. So, um, so over the course of probably a couple of years of this, I, I, I found myself kind of crit- begin to kind of critique these places. You know, I was seeing like seeing the customer bases that were coming in and most of them were branded like very like yoga themed or farmhouse themed or kind of like a hippie more hippie vibe okay and that's not for the most part what their customer base was and they're and majority of them were also like very raw vegan driven mm. um and i didn't think that was probably the customer either you know i thought like these people what they have in common is that they want to they want to feel good they want to mm. you know feed their body the best thing they can so more perform more more end result driven than fitting in some like dogmatic box right so so i began to kind of like wheels started turning you know because yeah. then i'd come back home and i'm back in my kitchen with my juicer wishing i had one of these cool places to go check out and you know cold press juice the whole bottling cold press juice and cleanse packaging cleanses that was brand new um so like that really sparked a whole new kind of idea okay. yeah so that's how it started um and 
I mean, it was probably like seven, eight years ago now when I started really like right. conceptualizing it. It took a couple of years to get it, you know, to actually like get the wheels in motion, get a, you know, so I found the space. And yeah. So High Vibe's been out open for five years? Five years. So okay. about three years conceptual to think about it? Probably, you know, I mean, it, it took a long time. Even once I found this space, the lease took a long time to negotiate. Um, the construction was a very painful process that probably oh, yeah. that took at least a year really because there was delays in the beginning delays in the middle and you know problems with you know permits and city inspectors all and, you, you want to do is share some juice and that's right man I was like yeah <laughs> so something I used to say was like what you think that I'm trying that I'm trying to like open up a strip club across the street from a <laughs> elementary school like I'm trying to serve some organic juice here right 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 so yeah but it was all it was all a lesson you know like in hindsight so it's part of the process before deciding to open up um shop how did you know that you were onto something did you get feedback from from friends or family that you know hey you're you're actually developing a pretty cool skill of like making pretty tasty functional juices before we were open you mean yeah no yeah. not really i mean i was I, because when i would make juice at home i was more results driven so i didn't care what it tastes like or looked like so a lot of the time i would just throw all this stuff in and it would end up being like black you know, or close to it or like a dark brown and friends and family did not think that was appetizing or look good or, okay, you know, so, um, yeah. So not until I really, I really committed, did I start actually like, you know, trying to turn, you know, I guess like putting my chef hat on. So sure, to speak, sure, you know? sure. So, um, no, I just, I don't know. I, I, I always, I, I guess I, I was always looking for something. I knew that I had like, you know, that I had, I guess I had a creative mind. I didn't really recognize it, but okay. I knew that I knew when I would be lacing up my shoes or my boots in the morning in both of those previous careers. I, you're not shy to hard work. I was just, I mean, I, I, that was the time I always remember probably cause it's in the morning, you know? And like, if you're not, if you're kind of dreading what you're about to go do, oh, that's like, that's, that's like sign. when I, but I'd be lacing up my shoes or my work boots and thinking like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. You know, like this is not the right thing for me. And I didn't, I, I, there was parts of those jobs that both of those careers that I really enjoyed. Um, it just didn't, I just, you know, I just like felt that there was something I was supposed to be doing something else. And, and you were on track from ASU to go to law school. Correct. And did you go through the LSATs? I did. Took oh. the LSAT. Oh, wow. I took a prep course, took the LSAT. <laughs> and then I was still feeling like second guessing. And, uh, someone recommended that I take, uh, a paralegal certification course okay. through Roosevelt as because it would it would give me a better like glimpse into what it would serve as a refresher but also um but also give you a glimpse into like what the first year or so of law school okay. would look like so I completed that and you know in that that's when I decided like this is you know like it was interesting to me that's why I chose that major I think was because it was something I could pay nothing from to. external sources like your parents or anything like that no swaying you one way or another no no because they were they really. were iron workers like a family of iron workers no uh, my my father uh was the iron worker okay. and he was you know uh, union official he's just about to retire oh okay uh, kudos no, but, but yeah he was um he was in that he was he's been in that industry forever and uh, my mom and stepfather own some uh burger franchises oh, in indiana cool. northwest indiana which is where i grew up that's where i went to high school oh, okay okay yeah so um no so not you know like it's funny because they would like make me work in the restaurant when i was a kid and i hated it oh, and you okay, know when okay. they would kind of like i guess 
kind of like test the waters, see, is this something you would want to pursue? I want to have like, no, I want nothing to do with restaurants. And then here I am, you know, I mean, this is very different, but it, there's a lot of similarities at the same time. That's funny. Um, so do you, man, everything happens for a reason then. For sure. Everything happens yeah. for a reason. Um, going into, back to juicing, um, how do you, how do you, who did you look up to when you were trying to research new ingredients and new, new things to juice? Hmm. Uh, at the beginning, or in the early days, for sure, David Wolf. Um, I was I was recommended from a buddy uh, to go to this longevity conference mm. in Orange County, California, and that was uh, that was this store was under construction and it was actually like nearing completion. Um, and I, I was I was kind of torn on whether or not I should go because it seemed like well it's almost like you should I, sh- be here. I should be here yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, you know I I knew that it would be good for the business and my development I guess okay. and be. A, kind of like exposed and injected in that world. I really didn't know what to expect. I, had, I don't think I'd really been to a conference before. Okay. Especially a wellness conference. And yeah, it was awesome. That he, and it was kind of like that was, you kind of learn about these ingredients that before they're trending at, when oh. you go to those kind of conferences. You know? It didn't sound too too hokey? Not to me. I mean, it was adult. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of great people watching there. You know, like okay. they would go on a, you'd go on a break and there would be, people standing on their heads doing yoga in the parking lot you know so yeah it was good but all all good vibes you know so yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it was it was a a, uh it was a good good environment and good good exposure for sure so like that was that's also where i came across dave that's where i first was exposed to dave asprey and bulletproof coffee which was they put that brand and that that product uh keto coffee bulletproof coffee that really um that really inspired or kicked off like an evolution of our brand. I wonder sure. if, so what if your model was closer to, would you want it towards like that eventually to where you can find your stuff in the shelves of every store, any store? You know, emphatically no, oh, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, and I, I kind of just came to this realization over the last uh, several months, but um, one of our products, our Kill Shot, is okay. super popular. We sell, I don't know what we're on track for this year, but the last couple of years we've sold like almost 30,000 units just wow. on this little corner uh, in River North. And there's been, you know, there's been several different groups or individuals that have approached and wanted to invest or partner to make that a, a CPG, a consumer product, you know, like okay. that, that would be available to the masses, you know, uh, through retailers like Whole Foods and and I mean it seems like the golden goose so what my what? wife and I both like every year we would talk about it like alright this is the year we're going to do that this year we've got to get killed shot off the ground excuse me and um, it was just probably in the last six months or so definitely this year where I because there's been people that I've dealt with that um, kind of like we'd circle back like hey you want to do this you know like kind of the right guys to partner with right. to, to make it make it a reality and what i came to the conclusion was like you know i want it to be available to everyone but once you pasteurize it it's dead and so is my interest in it and i also knew that i didn't want to i don't i don't i was totally turned off by the idea of my my job being you know dealing with co-packers and 
uh, retailers it's, it's that, that much more fighting for shelf from, space and just like okay. that's just not like that doesn't interest me at all but it could interest know? someone else it could for sure it, it could for sure and, that, and that could be um, someone who's never heard of high vibe like their segue into the rest of high vibe yeah potentially you're right you're right and and but what I've found over the last you know five years of of uh, a lot of uh, wins and losses uh, <laughs> through this business is that um, you, you know you tend to procrastinate what you should be don't like okay or aren't good at okay and they're usually the same okay and that that job even though there's there could be this huge this huge pot of gold at the end of it it just doesn't excite me and it's not what drives me every day depends on how you look at it yeah yeah uh so maybe yeah maybe when the time's right yeah um maybe when you've had enough of this i don't know if you'll yeah i mean if there's someone out there that wants it i'll make a really good deal for him for sure (laughs) is Killshot your baby like what out of all these products which one do you think is your baby I, there's no choosing okay, that, really. Right. Like it changes. <laughs> Whatever's the newest, really. Right now, maybe maybe Holy Water, because I wanted water. to use that name for so long. <laughs> and, it, and it's got that, that golden glow. So wh- how much work goes into the R&D? Um, and is it just you in your kitchen, like, trying to, like, throw stuff together? What do we kind mean? of. Not really at home anymore. I usually do it in the stores. Cool, but cool, uh, cool. it's more... I mean, I, I do the, it, to be honest, it's kind of like the most rewarding part of right. my day and job and okay. month or whatever it be. Yeah. Yeah. And R and D is a fun part, you know? And, and as you like, you, you try something, you're like, Hmm, I might have something. Um, who are your go-tos to like taste test? Wife for sure. Number <laughs> one. Um, yeah. Wife, my team, um, you know, I'll, I'll grab, you know, regular uh like kind of like vip customers turned uh quasi friends you know over the years this isn't on the shelves yet but uh, yeah try this Uh (laughs) yeah but that's that's about it though you know there's no like there's certainly no formal process i'm not very formal you know and i I wish i was a little bit more uh i guess like operationally systematic but yeah there's not that's that's something the r&d is like more of, of what i do in my downtime i would say Okay, mm-hmm. so you like eat, live, and breathe. High vibe. High vibe. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we should, correct me if, if you don't believe in this, but is all this like supplemental to someone's lifestyle? Like it's, this isn't going to fix everything. This isn't a, a panacea. It's not a cure-all. They really got to embody like this lifestyle outside of just juices and snacks and, and whatever. Like they shouldn't have an expectation that this is going to fix everything. Certainly not going to fix anything because you can't really counter what the other thing, you know, depending on what what else you're consuming. Right. Um, But diet and routines are the biggest factor in our overall health and wellness, Mm -hmm. um, I believe. And I mean, the way I live is I live off our products all day, every day, and I and we eat dinner at night. So wow. So it's really, I mean, when you think about it, you're flooding your body with the most nutrient dense mm-hmm. ingredients you could you could want. Right. And um, digestion accounts for up to eighty percent of your energy expenditure. Oh wow. It can, you know, yeah. like depending on what you're eating. 
Um, so that's why after big meals, you're tired and want to take a nap. Right. So I've found that the way that I perform best and have the highest energy levels and feel and look the best and my brain fires the best is, is, you know, through the, through the products that I choose throughout mm-hmm. the day, you know, so there's that it's all, it all kind of fits in. It all fits together. It's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Okay. And then, it, and when you're only eating one meal throughout the day, you put a ton of thought into what that is going to be. Right. So, right, right. you know, instead of just like, oh, I just need to grab something. It's not like that. You know, it's like, oh, some grass fed beef and some cauliflower rice or, you know, so it really like that's so it, it's it didn't I didn't start off that way, but that's certainly the way it evolved. And, you know, I've I've lost I, I was always I was I've always worked out a lot. OK. And I ate what I thought was healthy. Um always you know my entire life and just i've i think i'm down probably 45 pounds since oh wow in like the last six or seven years oh wow yeah just from this like changing that like this part of your diet and things like yeah that. and it's been like slow and steady really right. you know and consistency um, yeah and like i thought i was in like really good shape last year i felt like i could use a f- lose a few pounds and um this year and you know i'm always like trying to switch things up and right, right. this year i decided to eliminate nuts and seeds from my diet now i splurge <laughs> so it's not like a hundred percent but for the most part i don't ingest nuts or seeds oh. or or grains like oh, we wow. would do we would we would incorporate a lot of like biodynamic sushi rice into our into our dinners wow. or you know going to sushi or i mean corn chips or you know, the siete cassava chips, whatever. Like those were definitely my vice at night. And I eliminated all of that and I lost 10 pounds in like 30 days. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and I felt like I was already in like pretty good shape. So, you know, the little things. Okay. You got to test out and see what, what works for you. But, you know, um, I find that the best way to operate is off these products all day. So that's really the way that this brand is evolving and evolved too, is just to be like optimal day fuel. Right. You know? right, right, right. I'm, I'm actually searching for a new tagline right now. Superfood juicery is, <laughs> is not going to be for very long. So with the, with the results driven, um, mindset and mission, what kind of demographic, I know it's for everyone. It is for everyone, but like what kind of demographic have you actually noticed coming in through the doors? I mean, all walks of life, but the one the one commonality is that they're all, you know, looking for peak performance, and that doesn't I mean it could, they could be an actor, a pro athlete, um, f- fitness instructor, you know, right, executives, anybody though, anybody, right, right. you know. I mean, could I mean someone participating in a particular um, practice like like keto or. I, I saw AIP, which I had to look. I didn't even know what AIP yeah. is. So, like, if someone had an autoimmune disease, like, this is this would increase their for sure, right? for sure. And that's really like that's really like a a soft spot in mine and my wife's and this operation's heart. Um, my wife's got some autoimmune uh, conditions, diseases. I don't know what you right. want to call it, but um, and, and they're really common and most people don't know that that's what they have. There's over a hundred autoimmune diabetes is autoimmune yeah. condition. Yep. So, and a lot of ingredients that we, you know, that, that are part of our standard American diet now are super triggering and inflammatory, um, for people with those conditions. So, you know, navigating through that is something that we want to, we want to be able to, to, you know, 
help people yeah, on that journey. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So, have you, but like, do you remember like any? You know, you can paraphrase other some some of your um, customers, but like, what have they actually said about the products? As far as like results driven. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess the first one that comes to mind is uh, this guy Curtis Curtis Brown. <laughs> Give him a shout. He's uh he's one of my dad's friends and he was my ex boss when I was ironworking oh, on okay. several occasions. Cool. But he's uh yeah, he's I think he's turning sixty seven I don't know, I'm gonna get in trouble if I guess. But some <laughs> mid sixties and um he and my dad both ingest these products every single day. You oh, know, wow. like green juice, Curtis now my Curtis has got my dad getting keto bowls. Um bulletproof now keto coffee yeah and curtis does cleanses probably on average once a month and when i see pictures of them at like these union events and you see you could you could tell i was laughing i'm like you could tell who the two high vibers are in that picture you know so um yeah so you know i mean it seems like like we always they always say nice things i don't know but that's not it's not like um you know, like a, like we're fishing for it, but right. I think the I think the proof is in the routine because uh, over eighty percent of our customers we see are repeat five times or more per week. So okay, you know, so I think that that like th- the fact that we become part of their daily routine is is like the evidence. And what's tough um, for people that probably do want to come in and make it a routine is these aren't in on the shelves of retail stores, you know? So like right. if you don't live near one, it's going to be a little tricky, right? It's true. It is tricky. And that's, and that's really one of our, one of my biggest challenges and goals for, you know, the next year or, or a couple of years is to make the products more accessible. We need to evolve with the times, you right. know, like I, I've, we've, I've seen so much, so many changes in the way people purchase and, people's day-to-day now you know i mean it's i feel like it's kind of like the amazon effect everyone wants whatever they want now with the press of a button to show up in their lap for free and i guess they challenge postmates some high vibes yeah we do postmates is like our godsend right now right but you know and i'm not the most tech savvy you know like i'm like i'm the r&d the creator you know i'm not really the i'm definitely not the logistics guy so um, trying to navigate that and, and come up with, you know, we're going to open up some locations in new neighborhoods and um, make delivery a little bit easier and more accessible mm-hmm. and hopefully set up some uh, in the near future, hopefully in the new year, uh, set up some subscription plans so that oh, cool, people cool, can cool, set cool, up cool. like, you know, they choose what they it want, get it delivered two or three basis. times a week. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like make it as easy for them as possible. Right. Right. Um, to, go, to piggyback off accessibility, what are your thoughts on certain parts of the city experiencing food deserts and, and they don't have access to nutrition-dense quality food? And why aren't like high-quality restaurants and, and juiceries and things like that moving in? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a... That's a that's a beyond a million dollar question to be yeah. honest you know like it's that i mean every for the most part restaurants are small businesses you know with yeah. the exceptions of chains um and you've got to go to pl- to places and neighborhoods that can help you sustain you know so um yeah i mean you've got to you know you've got to make your make your decisions like for us like i think like knowing who your customer is right is is vital for one 
to be a successful business. For sure, for sure. You got to know who your customer well, is and, and, and go to them and appeal to them and, and uh, put things on your menu that they're going to want. Um, and those food deserts, to be honest, like, I don't, I don't really know what the answer is to that. It's or, tough. Just yeah, like, but the reason is, is the money. You know, like, those I are know, under, yeah. they're under, you know, so those are rough neighborhoods that don't, they don't have the economies and right. the, you know so to, who, to who, who should be moving in first to set up an economy is that is that a bank and I don't know if you know I'm just like now I'm just riffing like yeah I mean it's jobs it's jobs it's jobs okay. yeah like people you know I don't think like I don't know I, I mean I, I don't think like handouts have really worked very well you know I think that people want to people want to be able to get theirs you know, and, and have need oppor- a sense of and opp- purpose. opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, jobs would be the way to, you know, I think that's, that's how it starts. Okay. So I think like, you know, and there's a lot of things the city could probably do to make that easier. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of taxes in this town. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe easing up on that to help, uh, help attract or entice some, some industry yeah. to those neighborhoods. I, I mean, that's what I would think. Okay. Um, to piggyback off, to segue into the city, um, you mentioned some difficulties like setting up, up shop. Do you remember off the top of your head, like the, some of the largest hurdles that you had to overcome um, working and working with the city? Um, <laughs> yeah, just, I for, mean, just for any future business. Yeah, man, business no, I don't owners. Mind, <laughs> not shoot myself in the foot either. Um, yeah, well, I mean, some of them were more probably on our end. You know, like the contractor I hired, I. You know, I hired the lowest bid and I kind of got what I paid for. So like some of the inspection hurdles, like that was, you know, him, he would go MIA for, for weeks or, you know, or the inspector or something with the architect or, oh, you know, he'd be saying, well, I don't know. Well, moving forward, I'm sure you learned your lesson. Right, right. But one thing we do that we, that is a, a huge obstacle for our industry in general, and it's, it's not just in Chicago, but it's especially in Chicago is, um, we're required to get a, a bottle variance, okay. bottling variance. So um, the way the juice industry is regulated by the FDA and all local health departments is in order to serve or in order to bottle cold-pressed juice that has not been pasteurized, Okay, it's got to be sold direct to consumer. So we cannot, by law, cannot like wholesale to a gym or a grocer. Oh. So anything you see at the grocery store is truly a different product. Okay, That's, okay. And now, for, because I, I myself don't know, and I'm sure a lot of the audience doesn't know, can you explain the difference between pasteurizing and unpasteurizing? Yeah. Or not, or not pasteurizing? It's either, it's either vibrating on a high frequency, teeming with nutrients and live enzymes, or it's dead. Okay. okay. That's, that's pretty much... I mean, that, I'm, I'm like... I would suggest that if anyone's going to buy juice, either get it raw, ideally cold pressed, but at least raw from somewhere local or don't get it because everything at the grocery, on the grocery store shelf is, um, it's been, it's been pasteurized through either heat or pressure. It, that's a, that's a, a okay. very deceptive, uh, way to feel healthy right well right, well right. the the hpp is what they call it high pressure pasteurization okay that's really it's it's like created this loophole for companies to be able to call their juice raw 
Oh. Because it's it's technically not using heat to achieve the pasteurization, it's using pressure instead. Okay. And numbers I hear like eighty seven thousand pounds of pressure. So but it doesn't matter. Um they're they're achieving the same end result, which is killing any potentially harmful bacteria and also killing off all the live enzymes and really what the juice is about, like why you would drink that juice. So you know, in the end, there's, there's, I'm sure there's some vitamins and nutrients yeah, in it, but that, there's, it's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sugar. Different from like probiotic drinks, because I mean, there's still bacteria in probiotic drinks, aren't there? At the grocery store? Yeah. Um, well, how there they, is, how there do they is, get, like get so. Away with that? Uh, different, different regulations and processes. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, and and that's like, and the kombucha industry is another one that's, that I mean, that, from my reading and understanding is. There, as these huge or these large, huge companies have gotten into that industry, right? They're really like, I don't even know what's like, really screwing up that oh. that process and and really like finding like shortcuts okay. to use in order, you know, adding things to it and really the end result like you're not really getting like a live probiotic drink, oh, you know, no. or it's achieved in artificial way, okay, you know, so. Um, what, as far as like partnerships and collabs, like how, how were you able to, did you actually walk up to Dave Asprey and collab? Like, how does that, how did that work out? No, I saw him on a stage and we were at that, uh, longevity conference right. and it, those are, and those conferences are grueling. They're like, you know, t- typically like 12 hour days and they're just back to back to back to back speakers. And so you choose, you know, you'll see who's coming up and what, you know, a little snippet about what their topic is. And choose when you're not interested i would go to local juice spot of oh, course nice. and i'd get to juice and <laughs> kind of grab lunch or whatever and kind of get a breather walk around sure um so dave asprey came up and he had his i think red lensed glasses on always and his vibram five finger shoes <laughs> and he was up there and he started and he started speaking and i was already beelining it for the door i'm like okay i don't need to listen to this guy so i was on my way out and he was and he, and he started his he started speaking on the coffee industry and how a lot of the negative effects that people feel that people might feel from coffee whether it's jitters anxiety you know hot flashes you know the kind of like their that adrenaline that adrenaline fatigue mm-hmm. um that a lot of that or you know or you know it could be like it could be there's something like their throat feeling closey you know so wow. um but a lot of the negative symptoms or effects from coffee could be are more are more likely to be attributed to the toxins in the coffee, oh. and that how the United States does not regulate um, mold and toxicity in coffee like many other countries do. Mm. So what we end up with is inherently what's been rejected by <laughs> other parts of the world. What? Of course, <laughs> of course. So anyway, so I was not a coffee drinker, okay. but at that but at that time I knew that I needed to incorporate that I wanted to incorporate some sort of coffee into this concept cool and i wasn't really i wasn't really interested in the cold brew thing that was new and that was like that was new then and that was also what all these like raw vegan juiceries were doing was this cold brew process and i just thought we're in chicago who wants cold coffee half the year in chicago like sure you know so um so I was kind of looking for something else, but passively, and I didn't really think I was going to find it there. Right, but right. when he started speaking on this, it really caught my interest. So I sat back down and, you know, 
heard heard about the science that he you know the science all made sense you know like mm. blending healthy fats into coffee slows your body's absorption of the caffeine so instead of that peak and crash it's, it's a like steady set. sustained oh, focus okay, okay. yeah the mct oil is like instant brain fuel so it's like turning your brain on all the way um you know there's no carbs there's no protein so it's you're depending on what type of fasting you're talking about it, it, it could maintain you can you know, it's kind of like a cheat for fasting. You're certainly ingesting fats if you're, bl- right. if you're blending butter and uh, MCT oil into it, but um, but no sugar, no huh. protein. And um, so I went out to their wholesale desk, and it seemed like fate. Um, the woman working there was, like, from this a neighboring hometown that I grew up oh, in. Oh, cool. And she was super sweet, and I was explaining to her, like, what I was working on and that I was interested in this, so she set me up with a bottle of brain octane and a, and a bag of beans. And I went home and got the grass fed Kerrygold butter and bought a uh, coffee brewer because I didn't even own oh. one because I wasn't a coffee drinker. <laughs> and I started brewing it at home to test for my friends to test that okay. were all coffee drinkers. And it was like wildfire. Like I was passing this stuff out to my buddies and they would be calling me like, Hey, are you coming through that bulletproof coffee? I'm like, no, I'm not a delivery man here. What? <laughs> like, I'm like, did you like it? Like, yeah, man, it sounds awesome. So, and at that same point in time, I was working on the business and I had this to-do list like a hundred items long and I'm sure I am ADD, undiagnosed, okay. I've never medicated for it, but I'm sure that's a, a thing. And I was bouncing around and like doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I wasn't getting anything done. So... I was. I thought, like, man, maybe I should try this stuff. So I started drinking it myself, and that was it, man. I was hooked, and all of a sudden, I was checking things off that list. So, wow, you know, it really changed my life. I was able to focus and be more productive. Wow, um, is that still like today? Like till today? Like you? Actually, no, no. Now, oh. I, my wife and I both quit drinking coffee like three years ago. Her because she's got autoimmune kind of reactions yeah. from it, but she was a hardcore coffee drinker for many years. And myself, I would just find that, like, if I would have coffee more than a couple times a week, I would get, like, I started getting, like, pains in Still, my stomach. Huh? Yeah, okay, pains okay. in my stomach. And, it, no, it was fine for a couple oh, of years. Oh, okay, okay. But it was on our honeymoon, actually, because we're in, we're, in, uh, we're in Hawaii and, you know, the time difference and you want to get up and make the most of every day. So we were getting up and, you know, I was making coffee every morning. And about halfway through that trip, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I've got a knife in my stomach. So, um, talking to one of my friends who's a very, uh, very well respected and renowned biohacker, Anthony DiClemente, I was working with him and I was explaining, he's like, you got to cut the coffee. He's like, so many people are allergic to coffee, but don't realize it. It's like really unrecognized. Mm. And probably the biggest reason is because no one wants to give up their coffee, you know, like you'd rather try everything else first. Right. So, and I, and I, I mean, I treat my, I, sometimes I splurge, I'll have a coffee, but not more than once every week or two. Okay. You know, otherwise like I kind of pay for it, but. Do you carry any MCT oil around? With like in, you, at home around like when you go out to eat and like some people just like, I used to. Oh, you used to? I used okay, to. Okay. Yeah. But like, you know, MCT oil, it's, it's a great supplement, but there's a science to it and you need to, too much of it can be a bad thing. You know, coconut oil is inherently antibacterial, mm. right? Well, it doesn't it doesn't decipher between good and bad bacteria. Oh, okay, okay. So you can overdo it and kill all the good bacteria in your gut. Interesting. You know? So 
um, I mean, my wife and I, we used to pour it all over our sushi, make a salad dressing with it. I mean, I put it in everything you could think of, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's like... So there it, is such a thing as too much of, you know, anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, to riff off wellness, what other, you know, for someone who's a business owner and someone who's on the go, um, what other routines have you set for yourself to set you up for the right, like, for success that, that you'd be willing to share? Um, some easy ones I would say is this is one that's universal that everybody on the planet should follow. And that's to fast for a minimum of 12 hours every night that will change your life. And, and I, I started doing that last year and it really has probably have had one. It's been one of the most profound effects on my life of, of all the different, you know, crazy little things that I tried. That should be the easiest too. It is. Well, you think like you think automatically like, oh, yeah, I I already do that. But when you think when you really like when you when you set your mind to it and you're like, okay, the last thing I eat at night, it's 12 hours before I can have anything again in the morning. Right. You're going to think twice about that chocolate bar or those chips or (laughs) even that mango or whatever you're going to that pint of uh, what's the. Halo top, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever it is at nine or 10 o'clock, like you're going to second guess, you're, you're going to really like question that. Like, uh, do I really want to do that? Cause I finished dinner two hours ago. So then I'm like starting over my clock here. So that's, that's been, that's been, uh, that's been very helpful for mm. me. Um, you just feel better when you wake up in the morning, you wake up with more energy. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So that's one, um, trying to, th- I mean, jumping in Lake Michigan, is I saw a couple pictures of that. Amazing, an amazing thing that we have a, a free access to in this city. Wow. Yeah, and it like and it, I mean it's it when it's really cold, jump. Don't don't oh. walk in off the beach. <laughs> that's slow, but that's uh, like slow and painful. But it really does that that um, cold plunging is. I mean, one of my favorite things to do. Interesting, okay. and it's free. You know, do you do uh, cold showers as well. Cold showers every day, oh, every day for the whole time. Yeah. Well, no, 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 so depends. At least, off, like, yeah. Like this. Like now, the water right, got really hard. cold. Yeah. I was in Florida last week, and we came back. I was telling my wife yesterday. I'm like, hey, the showers—they're the real deal now. Yeah, when we were yeah. like before we left, they were not. Now they are. Interesting. So yeah, like some days, like I, I we have an infrared sauna in our house. So okay. when I sauna, you know, it's it's kind of like fifty-fifty. Sometimes I get in there and I'm ready to go for it, and I'll just like put it on cold, and I'll just like you shower a lot quicker when it's cold. You get it done. <laughs> so, but regardless, like finishing, I always finish the shower with cold water, you know? Yeah. Try to do at least Same, a minute. Yeah, you least. know, when you cold plunge, you want to go for, depending on the temperature, when it's like really, really cold, a minute is good, okay. you know? And if it's like, if it's like 50, 60 degrees, then like you want to aim for like two minutes, three minutes and kind of go from there. But okay. it's like, I mean, something about being in Lake Michigan and that, you know, that like electrically charged, that like negative, uh, negative electrons, whatever you want to call it, like moving and you being in that body of water, something about that. Like when you cold plunge in Lake Michigan, when it's like the real deal cold temps, and it is now, that like, it's hard to really explain how that, like the what you feel like that night. Like you go home and like it, like you, it crushes inflammation and you, and I don't like, I don't think I'm like very inflamed to begin with, but you just feel like this sense of calm and peace in your body. And like, you, I don't even know. There's just something about it. you sleep. Like have, have others said that too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My wife with like anyone with like autoimmune or right. inflammation issues. It's like, yeah, it's like they could, she describes things that kind of give her relief. 
as it's like opens up her chest and she could breathe deeper, mm-hmm. you know, or breathe easier, you know, but you sleep really well too. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it's really like when you get in the cold water right away, you're going to be, your heart rate's going to be, you know, heart rate's going to spike and you're going to be breathing really fast, like, <gasps> you know, kind of freaking out. And that's really like your one main objective is to control your breath and try to slow your heart rate. Mm. And what you're doing, and another thing you're doing, what you're doing is teaching your body how to manage stress, mm-hmm. how to handle stressful situations. Yeah. Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wim Hof. The man. <laughs> um, as far as collabing, more collabs, um, to provide a more holistic um, outlook for customers, have you collabed with other services besides... Like things like yoga or meditation centers. Um, yeah, I mean, we we partner with with other, you know, like like uh, a pop up. Like that, I guess that's what I'm thinking of. It doesn't have to be a formal like partnership. Yeah, I mean, we do we yeah. do all sorts of different ways too. It's kind of like case by case basis how we how we kind of review it and see what makes sense. We've been trying to come up with more on our end, you know, in, in the past that I've kind of like just um, just like just get your your face out there get high vibe out there yeah. in, in front of different you know the same demographic but people who haven't been in high five yeah yeah i mean um it's probably another thing that we need to do a better job of oh i thought you'd have because i yeah. i saw uh, you guys were you, you have a youtube channel as well so they saw that you guys like did a video <laughs> on a meditation center i was like oh that, this is actually yeah that cool. was chill right down the street oh, down the, okay yeah yeah so we do i mean we, we definitely try to i mean the, chicago for being the third largest city right. in the country the wellness community is way smaller and more uh, tight-knit than than you would than you would think okay, okay um so yeah i mean we we definitely try to embrace and uh and like we we have uh our cleanses are 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 a, a huge part of what we do. Right? Right. We take a lot of pride in our in our cleanse program, and while we can't offer discounts, what we've been trying to do instead is we've been trying to add value. So every month we feature um, we feature a partner that our cleanse clients get something, get a free session mm. or a or a class or a consultation. From a from a local business, it's in the wellness in the wellness space. Right, that kind of adds value to their to their cleanse experience, and also helps that business to get to get you know these oh yeah these wellness yeah, driven other, yeah this sure. wellness driven client through the door and, and exposed to their to their concept or product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking with the cleanse for the average person, how often should they be cleansing? I would say monthly is probably optimal. Okay. Yeah, quarterly is 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 kind of like I think that that makes the most sense mm-hmm. for a, a, like a minimum. Okay, um, but it's up to you. Like for for me, that uh, that's living off this stuff, you know, off off of green right. juice and bone broth and yeah, um, you know, matcha vate, mm-hmm. Lionheart matcha vates every mm-hmm. day. Um, I I probably don't need to cleanse quite as often, but I do it when I really want to feel on fire and feel my best. So. It's also a huge time saver. So if I need, if I've got a huge week coming up and I need to be really productive, it's it truly is like adding hours to your day. Yeah. Because you're removing meal prep, shopping, yeah. prepping, right, right. even physically sitting down to eat. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you could yeah. drink a bottle of juice while you're driving, while you're in a meeting, while you're on a call. So it really does add time to your day. So um, yeah, whenever you want to 
look, feel, and perform at your best, that's when you should cleanse. So. And I think most people don't know what their best is. That's very true. That's very true. And it's and there's and there's something she said too with, with the cleanses is it's it's hard for me to explain why, but I've I like people want to everyone wants to everyone's like tempted to cheat on their cleanse, right? Right. And it's more of a mental and emotional challenge than it is physical. Like, okay. you know, fasting has been a part of every civilization for thousands yeah. and thousands of years and they're doing straight water or even dry fasting for several days. This is flooding your body with these super nutrients right. for three, four, five days on average. Um, so you're getting plenty of calories, plenty of nutrients. But eating a handful of nuts or an avocado for, for some reason throws the cleanse off. It really does. Like really? You don't get that, that those superhero senses turned on like you do if you stuck to it like a boss there's and it's not like a mental thing there really is like i've done cleanses where like i didn't even tell my wife that like i had a you know a a, a corner of chocolate bar that was in my glove box or whatever and the you don't you don't get those i guess like that that like breakthrough where you feel like your senses are like super sharp and you're you know i don't know It, it so so sticking to it okay um it really is essential to like to, to to gaining that like that full that full experience the full benefits and and also like you're building that like that that muscle memory of of denying your body and your brain those impulse cravings too right you know you right, give into that right. it's like oh you're like in the back of your head you're a little bit disappointed in right. yourself and you should be you know <laughs> like you should be able to go three four to five days without you know without your chocolate or, or you, almonds or whatever do you guys offer coaching services um you know what we don't really at this time we have in the past mm-hmm. um it's more informal because you know my wife myself um we've got a, a newer guy on our team presley that's that's a certified health coach and, and a very much uh very much a biohacker extraordinary mm-hmm. i mean he's in like epigenetics and oh, wow. things like that yeah so we've got the team to do it, but formally we don't. My wife's uh, currently going through an AIP uh, certification cool. course, okay. so that she'll be able to she'll be able to help those people. Um, but I mean, I like helping everybody. So if anyone right. needs some coaching, I'm probably the best deal in town because right. yeah, I'm, I'm open to, t- to talk and chat. Um, so, like before we were recording, you you mentioned that you kind of were a little far from your passion or like what you wanted to do is that like what what part of that did you mean like it got too businessy for you and and you like you missed something well i don't i don't it was i think it was in the text messages um back in the dms but oh well i could tell you this that like you know the past probably three years um i've been really really kind of i don't know if overwhelms the word but like the the operational side of things is really like taken over okay um and what i found is that um you know i'm not the person that should be managing the operation okay um and it's not like an ego thing it's like a, a makeup thing like you know i'm not i'm i'm a i hate using this term but a, cre- a creative like visionary mind so I like to create and I, and I like thinking big picture and like A to Z and I want things done like boom right away. And like, right, right. but that whole B to Y 
is where I am not not yeah. the best guy for the job. So I, I think a lot of people would it would say that it's hard to let go of their baby, and they would actually micromanage, and it'd be hard to hard to let go to give it to someone else to operate. Right, but it's it's beyond that too because you got to find the the person to. Because I mean, I micromanage out of necessity. I think you know, mm-hmm. like I need things done right. Like I'm certainly obsessive and a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and you know, there's no such thing as perfect, but there is such thing as like right and being on top of things. So, like that. You know, like yeah. that, that operational, like systematic approach to the day to day and the business side right. of things. That's where that's probably my uh, my biggest deficiency. So that's what I've been working on um, is filling my voids. OK. You know, kind of get me back into the seat that I, I'm, you know, I'm best at and best serving the business sure. and at my happiest and yeah. feeling most yeah, fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, like that's why that's why I got into the business. OK. So moving uh, towards like your your future and endeavors, is there anything else besides opening up another um, brick and mortar high vibe that you're thinking of? Yeah, there's there. I, I mean, there's other concepts. I'm always thinking. I, I have to kind of like check myself and put try to keep blinders on and yeah, not let myself yeah, yeah. get too distracted by shiny ideas. Right, right. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I would like to do another concept in the next you know the next year or two. Oh wow, um, that's early. Probably something. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how fast we get this one fixed and uh, and expanded and 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 the right people uh, driving it. But um, probably something more. Uh, probably a, so, so like a carnivorous type of concept. Oh, maybe. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if someone wanted to join the High Vibe family, how? Like, what are you looking for? As far as, as, far uh, as team join member, our team. Yeah. 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 Uh, go to our website. Um, high-vibe.com that's hi vibecom um, I believe tribe is the uh, the drop down and then we've got we've got a, a link for a team um, and we've got like an online questionnaire it's kind of like an application of sorts you can upload a resume there um, I mean we're always looking we're always hiring but, but I guess like I guess like what specifically face to face when you were to meet them or interview them like mm-hmm. what are you what qualities are you looking for oh i mean passionate about about okay. about the product the ingredients and the intention behind everything you know okay. cuz that's like that's the hardest thing to find and you can't you know you can't train that you know like mm-hmm. the, like that passion behind it and and that's really that's really uh the the number one qualifier i would say cool cool mm-hmm. cool um is there anything else you wanted to share for for the audience how'd you like matcha I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, I, I, uh, I had a, a matcha phase and this probably top, topped all of that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, to be honest, I don't understand a lot of the ingredients, so I, I got to do my homework on yeah. a lot of that. And I, I feel like that's maybe a lot of your customers perhaps. Um, and I don't think it's intimidating. I think I just don't, I didn't care. Yeah. And I think I should start caring. I think more people should start mm-hmm. caring, yeah. but it's interesting like how we can help people come to the realization that they should care. Yeah. You know, and, and your, your podcast kind of caught my eye to begin with because it's consciously curious. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, um, and one of my, uh, one of my, I guess, colleagues, I would call him, uh, this guy that's, that's got a, uh, a juice operation in Raleigh, North Carolina, this guy named, uh, Sharif. He, when I, I visited his operation because I saw that he was doing, well, for one, he was doing pokey and that was something that we've oh, considered cool. in the past, like adding pokey to our, yeah. Our operation here kind of with our own like high vibe spin on it and that and he does a, like a tremendous job cultivating community 
Yes. Huh. And so I went, we, my wife and I, I took her there like probably like seven or eight months pregnant to Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> totally random. Because I wanted to check out this spot and like meet this guy. And, uh, and one, of the, one of the terms that he, he kept saying is really like, I love it. And I would love to embrace it as uh, conscious consumption. And it applies to so many different things. You know, it's not just what you're eating. It's what you're, it's what you're reading. It's what you're, you know, what you're watching, who you're surrounding yourself with. So conscious consumption uh, is a powerful, powerful approach to take. Yeah. Have know? an intent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like everything you consume is making up that body of yours. So you're right. You know, you are what you eat. You're going to get out what you're putting in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so we've got, well, yeah. I got, I should mention too, we've got, uh, we've got hopefully two new locations coming. Yeah. One is one for sure is going to be West Lakeview. It's going to be on Ashland, uh, near, near Belmont. Wow. Just south of Belmont. That's a hot corner. Yeah. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. I'm really excited about it. Part like par- partially because I live like three blocks from it. So oh, no it's make okay. things a lot more convenient for me too. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's a good spot and that'll service. I mean, we're looking for that to service like Lincoln Park, Lakeview, Roscoe Village, Lincoln Square, Bucktown, yeah. Logan Square. Like they're all, it's kind of in the cent- center Good of all area. those neighborhoods. Yeah. 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 North side neighborhoods. And, uh, and then we have a, we have a deal that's not yet done, but, um, we're hoping to get executed here in the next, probably in the next month. And that's, uh, right off of Mag Mile. So, oh wow. Yeah. And that one would be, uh, that would be late spring and the one, uh, the one on Ashton would be early spring, late winter, late winter, actually. Oh yeah. wow, that's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up <laughs> right, man. I gotta get those contractors going. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Spend yeah, thanks the, for having the me. Time. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you and chat. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we, we, we make more of a habit of it. <laughs> With intent. Yeah, thank you. For thank sure. you so much. All right, Victor. All right, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to stay curious. Abaloha. I'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>